0: I,
1: I can't tell if it's going around. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Die, the His versus Hers Guide to the Apocalypse, the podcast. My name's Brett, and we're back for season three, baby. Season Joining... three. Oh, well, first, this is, this is what this show is, all right? Listen very carefully. We are a group of people who go over impossible things, And how to survive them. Impossible things that could possibly never happen, like sharks and aliens. In that order, not really. But I digress. This is not a serious survival podcast, so if you're wanting to learn how to rub two sticks together, this isn't the show for you. But if you, you know, want to laugh at a bunch of dumbasses for about 30 minutes, then congratulations, you found the right place. And for those of you that are coming back for season three, welcome. Joining me today, finally, at long last, is... What's up with Wes? Wes, what's up? What's up? Hi, Wes. Well, how you been, buddy?
0: I've been doing good.
1: How do you... What do you think of that new intro music, huh? Huh?
0: It's pretty nifty. It's got a little... Shout out jingle. to... What? It's got a little jingle to it. Yeah. Shout
1: out to Mr. Matt Blaker for making that for us. Appreciate it. Uh, Wes, yes. as is tradition with this show, we are going to be talking about zombies for the first episode of the season. Uh, first, se- first episode was, of course, uh, with Taylor. Uh, second, ep- second season's premiere was with Jasmine, and now it's your turn.
0: Hooray! Yay!
1: Hooray! In, in, in all due fairness, that is about as excited as I've ever heard you to do this show.
0: <laughs> no, so we talked I, about.
1: Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: I was going to say, I've done, I've done some more exciting episodes. I can't remember. Bird Box was fun.
1: Bird Box was fun. That was a good one. Go back and listen to that. What's up with the Bird Box? No, wait, wait. What's in the Bird Box? Ugh. <laughs> go ahead. Stop. If you want to get more acquainted with Wes, go listen to his seminal episode, What's in the Bird Box, Season 2. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Pause right now. We'll wait. And welcome back. So we've talked about guns and swords and why bats are better. Uh, we talked about movies, TV shows, video games, and where we would go. But we really haven't talked about things like undead ecology. Um, like plants and anim- animals, various zombie types. You know, things of that nature. Wes, is there anything more terrifying than, like, zombie birds?
0: Zombie birds. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think a zombie cat would be pretty terrifying, honestly. You could
1: defend against a cat. Birds are flying around. Like, you can't even go outside without being pecked now, to
0: death. You know, cats just pop up out of nowhere.
1: But, yeah, but you could, like, I don't know. I feel like you could better defend against a creature on the ground as opposed to a small, like, a little
0: sparrow could easily, like, <laughs> hit it a zombie fluttering. bird against a zombie cat. Cat's going to win 90% of the time. It won't work because
1: the, they won't eat. They'll team up because they're zombies. They don't want to eat each other. They want living flesh. <laughs> and look, if they maintain any of their cognition, then crows and ravens are so smart, they'll be, like, picking people's, like, front door locks to get at them.
0: But you're also assuming that it's a zombie bird who remembers how to fly and isn't is just walking around trying to be a zombie bird, not well, flying. Zombie- well zombies know
1: how to walk so it stands to reason like birds could potentially still fly i think i,
0: don't know. I mean if it slows their movements i really don't know i mean maybe if it was like the fast like zombies but
1: well there is a book called do zombies dream of undead sheep which is a book a real book by a real neurologists that they go into um you know m- into more detail how zombies would work um and I don't remember what part it is, but there's a part of your brain that controls all that stuff. And they theorize that you see slow zombies and you see fast zombies. And the time to reanimation, because obviously, you know, when people go brain dead, like say you died on, on the table, operating table for five minutes, chances are you're going to have brain damage. Um, so they theorize that the longer that the person... Takes to reanimate, the more brain damage they would be, and the more their, their motors, motor skills. Oh my god, I can't talk, Wes. I'm turning. Uh-huh. I'm being infected. And uh, so, if you turned faster, then you could be potentially be like a runner, or in a bird's case, a flyer. Or if you took a long time to reanimate, you would be more brain damaged and just be a shambling weenie, weenie zombie, Wes yes okay just making sure you're still alive look seagulls are already kind of like zombies
0: which i just look at it this way if the zombie apocalypse does happen i mean if it's just humans we have a chance but if you're including it crosses over to all livestock then I, i would think we would be really fucked
1: well, yeah. Well, that's where a, a bat would come and be better than a sword, because you could at least bat the bats away. Ho, ho, ho. And, yeah. Yeah. And I also wrote a note on here that said, Grackle Attackle. I just wanted to say that. I have no reason to bring that up other than that I think it sounds funny. Grackle Attackle. Wes, say Grackle Attackle. Grackle Attackle. Grackle Attackle. Grackle Attackle? tackle. It kind of, kind of sounds, like a, sounds like a Pokemon. An alligator Pokemon. A oh, grackle's a bird
0: Grackle, kind of, a tackle. But it's kind of got an alligator sound with the sound. I don't know.
1: Allig- maybe if it was like allgrackle a tackle.:
0: okay. And a zombie alligator. Oh my God.
1: There we go. Oh, zombie reptiles, That's a good one. Uh, I don't think there's that much threat for those like. I feel like those would be even easier to defend than like a crow.: Oh, yeah. And, but... 'Cause they're not super fast on land. And y- as long as you're not waiting in the swamps. Well that if you're like in the swamps waiting around, yeah, it might that might be problematic, I imagine. Plus they have really thick hides, so it would be hard to pierce the skull again. A bat would be great. You could discombobulate them with enough time to get away. Or use it to like like uh like a barricade when their jaws snap at you. Oh my gosh. And I don't even want to talk about cats and dogs, really. You already know about cats, but I ain't talking about dogs. That's just, no. They're (laughs) immune. They're automatically immune. But like what you said, like domesticated animals, like cows and horses and pigs, that would just make it, like, so hard. Especially um, when humanity is trying to Reestablish itself you know because we're you know obviously the world would be reset we'd be back to farming and things like that but if all the animals are gone that's going to be pretty difficult
0: we'd have to resort to plant life pretty much and then
1: my pet tarantula would be really scary oh you know what tarantula insects if if insects and uh... if
0: it went to insects you're just done because yeah you're just done you could probably hear the pod dog, Tun Tun, barking in the background. I mean, it would be, how, how fast would, would the world end if it was in sex? It's not West, a question. Hang on. Someone
1: just opened my door, and I'm pretty sure it's probably a zombie. I will be right back. What's that, girl? You like Let's Die, the His versus Her's Guide to the Apocalypse, the podcast? We should listen on the PodCoin app. It pays you to listen to this podcast and many more. Just get the PodCoin app on iPhone or Android. It's free, super easy to use. You can search for a number of things and download them, do a playlist, and listen. You earn points by listening, and you can use it to claim gift cards or donate to charity. It is truly remarkable. You can get Amazon or Starbucks gift cards or you can do what I do and donate to feeding hungry animals and shelters. It's really great. Go to your App Store on Android or you can go to whatever it's called on the iPhone. Seriously, just go get this app. You got to do it. Anything less is just a crime against nature. Not hey. Hey. Listen to "Let's Die," the his versus guide to the apocalypse. Use the code "Let's Die," L E T S -S D I E, and you'll get 300 coins just for signing up if you use that code. That's 300 just for signing up if you use "Let's Die." So give Podcoin a try today. You got it, got it, good. And we're back. I, you know, I fought off that zombie tooth and nail at my front door. And you can thank Tun Tun for being an early warning system. I was able to get to the door in time before the zombified corpse managed to devour my flesh and I sent it on its way with a smooch and a smooch. Wes, you still with me? Yes, I am here. Anyway, what I was talking about earlier uh, like bugs, like insects, like, and arthropods. If they were able to contract a version of the v- zombie virus and attack the living, it would just be
0: even more game over. Yeah, it's just a matter of how fast the world would end. It would be very fast. Speaking of which, zombie mosquitoes. Done. Speaking of which,
1: the <laughs> uh, <laughs> math West. Yes. Speaking of which, the math department of Ottawa and Carleton University created a zombie outbreak model. So. This model looks like, uh, and you guys can Google this at home. You uh, basically have a population that is susceptible to the outbreak. You have zombies, and you have those that are removed from the population. So, the, those susceptible can die and become removed from the population, but they can come back as zombies, or they can die and become zombies to begin with. And then zombies have to be removed in the first place. So... Zombies and removed can go back and forth. This basically makes a model. And if you do the math, it works out to being about three days before zombies completely overtake humanity. Well, actually, three days and it's like 50-50. And then we're overtaken shortly thereafter. So if it was insects and we're outnumbered by insects by a sum of trillions, I would imagine, it would be probably like I got, it's got to be less than a day right? I would, I, think.
0: I, I would think even quicker.
1: Honestly. I, it would be super fast. All it would take like like a fly. If you can try to imagine, everyone's tried to swat a fly with their hand that's like buzzing around their face. You can't do it. It's really hard to do it. And even when you do it, you, if you do smack one, you don't ever hit it hard enough to kill it with your bare hands. So, yeah. Like if a fly carried the virus and bit you, you're toast is the end. Oh, yep. if you got trained the psion virus, you're a zombie in moments. It'd be awful.
0: But well, I mean, I, and in that scenario too, in the, you know 3 days. That, I mean, that's just how fast it would decimate most of the population. I mean, I'm sure like if it was just like, you know, humans, it would linger on for a long time because there would be packs of humans that survived. It would just be a that would be the when most of the deaths happened would be the first 3 days. Eventually, it would hit a point to where it would slow down, and then it would be real slow, I would imagine.
1: So, Wes, survival guide time. Yes. We are recommitting to the survival portion of this show. <laughs> it's still going to be bullshit. But, anyway, you wake up half naked in a hospital gown that doesn't cover your butt. There's a door that says, don't open, bread inside. <laughs> what the fuck can I- what the fuck did I write? <laughs> so apparently, I wrote: you, you exit the hospital, Wes, and there's pigeons of undead evil, and you manage to find bats—the swinging kind, not the squeaky kind. Stay indoors, shelter in place. What about bees? Hmm. Oh, I know what I was gonna do. I was gonna walk you through a scenario and throw stuff at you. I'm stupid. Oh well. Wes, you wake up in a hospital gown that doesn't cover your butt. What is the first thing you're going to do? Okay? Basically walking dead style, like the zombie apocalypse is starting. And let's just assume that you're left with your the belongings that you have on you on any normal given day, like say they're just laying on the table next to you in the hospital. Okay? okay. What what's your next What's your <laughs> Obviously you notice something's wrong. You've looked outside. You can see pandemonium or whatever. Something is very, very bad.
0: Hmm. I mean, if I see something like that, probably for, I would probably look for some semblance of uh, weapon or try to barricade myself immediately to m- to make sure I'm safe first.
1: I don't know if you'd want to barricade yourself inside of a hospital room, Wes. That seems I don't
0: know, but that's I'm a bad not saying, place to plug in. But if I mean, if if you're if you wait, wake up in the middle of a pandemonium and you're okay at that spot, you're going to want to, some time to orient yourself, so you're going to want to stay still, I would think, because you've been do safe long.
1: I'm not sure if hospital room doors even lock from the inside, do they? They might. I don't know.
0: I'm, I'm sure some of them do nowadays. I'm sure
1: some of them do, but I'm, I would say absolutely you want to, you know, get to safety is the first step. Um, yeah. Avoid major things. We've been through this stuff before. On other episodes, but, you know,
0: I mean, I'll try I mean, to I,
1: keep a level head. Yeah. Uh, well, Wes, let's just say you've managed to duck, duck and cover from the initial apocalypse. So things are kind of starting to settle down, but there's still hordes of zombies roaming the streets and corridors and you've made it out of the hospital. What are you, what are you doing? What's the what's the grand plan, Wes? Not the day to day, but the grand plan. What are you trying to do?
0: First, I'm going to try to try. If I'm in a city, I'm going to try to get out of the city. That's mm-hmm. going to be the first thing: is try to find a transportation or a, a a decent way to make it out of the city, other than foot. Because I w- I would assume the most danger would be on foot. Where are you heading? I mean, we're, we're, I'm going to try to find somewhere royal. Probably near a stream or some kind of water source. Um, I mean, a lake preferably or something like that. I mean, something that I would have a, a decent shot of living.
1: Well, previously on this program, I, I say, said go north, right? Because eventually winter's going to hit. If it's the classic undead typey undead, uh, you know, cells rupture like the the moisture in them freeze or whatever causes the water to expand in the ice crystals and it ruptures the cells. Uh, Basically, you know, winter is your best friend in that scenario. Let them wipe, let weather do the dirty business for you. However, the South might be a good place to go after all because heat accelerates cell death, aka rotting, which I had not taken into um, account. Like your gut, and your intestines contain so much bacteria. You're basically just like a colony of various bacteria. And that's what they do is they decompose you. Like when someone dies, decomposition, that's why decomposition starts, you know, very quickly after death. Uh, the the bacteria just start eating you up. So with your the muscle tissue uh, starting to rot away, they, they won't be able to... Come after you very well. They'll basically just be kind of big old piles. So after about a month, before total immobility, and shortly after that, they would probably be reduced to skinny old skeletons. Skinny old skeletons. That's another good one, Wes. Say skinny old skeletons. Scallywag. Scallywag. Does skinny old skinny old skeleton skinny old skeleton <laughs> scallywags? Is that a shirt? I don't know. Skinny old, wait, not scalawags. What did I say? Skeletons. Yeah. You're, you're, you're awful. Skinny old skeletons. Sounds like a pirate to me. Anyway, uh, this is all dependent on the virus itself. Um, obviously, if the virus managed to slow down the decomposition, uh, then that's a whole, you know, take even longer. Wes, what kind of what weapon? What's your ideal weapon for? Fighting the undead. I I am famously on record
0: for bats. You you like a bat, but I I'm gonna go with a bastard sword. A what? A bastard sword. What the hell is that? It's like a big sword.
1: Just because you're wielding a sword doesn't make it a bastard sword, West. Don't be mean to the sword. Oh, that's just a type of sword. What? Explain to me.
0: Okay, it's it's like a large two handed sword that's probably. Mm, five to six, maybe seven feet long. And they're pretty light. But when they have, they have a lot of swinging power.
1: Bastard sword is the name given to swords that fall between a long sword and a great sword in size. Yeah. So, uh,
0: that's but according
1: to a wiki of Ice and
0: Fire. They're not, so it's not, like, the super-sized heavy swords? So, it's it's still, it's still a very, it's enough light enough to carry, big enough to do some damage. Why not an axe? Because an axes are kind of heavy, and they're they're not very well like balanced.
1: This is a two handed
0: weapon. I I am firmly against this weapon, Wes. I'm sorry. I mean, an axe is not a two handed weapon. That's really heavy on one end. Look,
1: bones are thick thing bones are thick. bones are a thick thing and bladed I mean, weapons suck if okay that's
0: all at you i mean you can still stab with a sword you can't stab with an axe where are you gonna stab it Wes? in its head in its head well how? E- oh well, i got
1: one for you if it's starting so,
0: directly at you
1: yeah but bone is a really really thick and you know snipers are taught in, you know, in hostage situations, where to aim for on the head itself. So, obviously, you want to avoid the thickest part of the bones, like the forehead. Uh, well, I mean, but like the...
0: you would be aiming for probably the neck.
1: All right. That's fair. But, anyway, the thinnest bone in this, of the this bones of the skull is uh, the temporal area those bones there are the thinnest. So if you wanted to stab with something, you'd want to go for those spots because you're more likely to pierce there. Obviously, an eye would, would be pretty good too if you get in there.
0: Oh, no. Really, I'm just saying versatility. I mean, it could do more than just chop. I mean,
1: similarly, the ears as well, like around the temples and the ears and stuff, like your skull is about four millimeters thick in those places. So those would be the ways to go. Uh, the, your frontal bone is twice as thick as that. And, you know, obviously it takes twice as much force to pierce a bone that's twice as thick. So if but really, if you wanted to go from somewhere, you're kind of right. Well, like kind of the base of the neck. If you find the um oh shoot, Wes, what's it called? Help me out. The the brainstem. Yeah, brainstem. So there get that sucker, because that's responsible for all your movement, even if it doesn't result in immediate death, which it probably should. It, it's going to remo- re- uh, result in immediate paralysis. So, go for that. Find, like, the base of the skull. There's, like, a little indentation where, like, your skull meets your neck. That's about where he wants to aim. Wes. Yes. So, you got, your, you got your weapon. You're living on a farm. You got another thing to contend with. That's bandits. What is your gonna do? What is your gonna do? What
0: is your gonna do, Wes? Bandits. Bandits. The ba- now, like, are the, ba- how are the how are the bandits armed? Are they armed with modern weapons? Or you're saying... This is apocalypse rules, baby. Let's say that they're <laughs> armed
1: with the standard array of melee and maybe one or two firearms.
0: And then it's possible I also have more than just the Bastion Sword at this point. But... I mean... The, uh, the best solution is to avoid conflict and try to hide before they can see you. But if you have some sort of establishment, have some kind They've of booby trap warning system.
1: They've driven up on your farm, Wes, and they're
0: trying to get at what you got. Well, if you have some kind of booby trap warning system, hopefully it'll give you some kind of ample time to maybe find your hiding, you have a built-in hiding spot or something. Like, some, maybe like a storm cellar that's hidden very well. Like, maybe like an
1: apply place.
0: Yeah, sure. Mattress on like, top.
1: Yeah, Can't go well, wrong. I
0: mean, you, you have a lot of hidden storm cellars in the west that are like storm shelters, but just one that's hidden, like you know, out in the field. Maybe you, you have some shrubbery around it that it doesn't make it very easily seen that you can mm-hmm. duck down in there, and maybe that's where you store all your stuff too to keep it from people from getting to it. Okay, I would or also I can- say. I- Or a very well hidden cave if you're in the mountains.
1: Obviously, it's it's you know, stay quiet if you can. I I kind of agree with that. It's better to lose some stuff than it is to die stupidly. Like know when you're outnumbered,
0: and not keep everything in one area too. Have it kind of spread out. Hit so that way you're not like supply caches. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's smart. So that way you know know when you need to get out of there. Know when you're outnumbered. Know when it's worth it to fight and when to flee. I agree. I'm going to say uh, staying quiet is also good for zombies, too. So, socks, bare feet, wrestler shoes, preferably. Those are good. Learning things like sign language or how to signal. That'd be good for stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't really, nah, you know, I take back socks and bare feet. That's kind of, eh, Not going to. If you needed to sneak, say, from, like, room to room, for sure. Like, that could, that could work. But if you were, like, running around the street, it's not going to help you that much.
0: No.
1: But wrestler shoes, I think, is a good idea.
0: Hell, even ballerina shoes or something.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't think they offer any – well, wrestler shoes don't offer any support really either, but they're better than – like, you could run in those better than you could ballerina shoes. I'm, uh, also, I don't think they're going to find, like, a size 11 ballerina shoes for men just laying around.
0: Well, Okay, well, I meant just, like, in, like in the general, that type of shoe. Like a soft rubber shoe or something like that you
1: might find like wrestling shoes in in a house or like at a uh in like a store or something if you were looting not looting looting is a bad word uh scavenging that's the word i was thinking of yeah yeah
0: so but but you also then then you also are weighing the protection of the shoe like, I mean, even then, you still might want a good boot because you never know when something might jump out and then try to bite your ankles. So, you might that's want a good leather boot. So,
1: you might also want to learn hand to hand combat. That would also help. Say that sword gets knocked out of your hands. What are you going to do, Wes? Well, yeah, I, I mean, that's going to apply for anyone. Learn how to box. I say use the Dempsey roll. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, I got a soundboard. It's ridiculous. So, th- thanks for this. Uh, zombies already have neurological damage. And um, even an amateur boxer can outmaneuver a shambling corpse. Uh, here's something that most people don't know. Boxing gloves allow more strikes faster and with more force because they're, in fact, padded. Because you're psychologically, don't you have any fear of harming your own hands. And let's be honest, if anybody's punched anybody, even punched someone in the face it kind of hurts your hand a little bit. So that extra padding actually allows you to put more force behind a punch than if you were... It was... You're you're ungloved, you know? Um, obviously, this wouldn't work quite so well against fast zombies. Uh, and eventually, fatigue is going to get you. And, you know, you want to mind, like, blood splatter and getting, like, your knuckles cut on teeth and stuff like that. But I feel like uh, even an amateur boxer would would be... Really good to have on your side if you knew one, because when when there's no more weapons and all you got's your fists, like it's it's a valuable skill to know. What do you think, Wes?
0: Uh, yeah, I would say some boxing, but or even some kind of martial arts. Become like a ninja guy.
1: that's your sword, Wes. You're the ninja man. Get some tai chi going, Wes. You're the ninja man. Let me write that down real quick. Wes, you're the Ninja Man. And you know what? Dear listener, you're also the Ninja Man, or woman, for joining us today. It's the Wusaw Wes. It's something. I don't know. The wait, the what?
0: The Wusaw Wes. Wusaw Wes. I don't, know.
1: I don't even know what that is. Isn't that a anyway. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, so yeah, there, Wes. I have covered everything that I could possibly think to cover. I don't know where we could go with zombies in a game. It,
0: like if we did more seasons, when we do more seasons. You I, do have I, different you do have different types of zombies. Like you have some like kind of like real life situations of zombies of, like there's like a plant that or that's like a a fungus that can take over the brain of certain types of organisms in the oceans, and it's like a parasite that invades the brain and it leeches off of them. I mean, there's all kinds of. You know, well, there's, there's a bunch
1: there. of things like cordyceps and yeah, fungus and stuff like that.
0: What? Where are you? Where are we going with it? I'm just saying that you have different types of zombies. There's zombie sharks. I mean, oh, for like future shows. Yeah, you talking
1: zombie about. sharks. Basically, wait, zombie sharks are equally, they're just like, they're not more terrifying like at all, because they're still sharks. Yeah, it's not like they're growing
0: feet and running at you.
1: Yeah, they're still sharks. Like they'll, They're still just as deadly as if they weren't zombies.
0: Yeah, it's still just as much as, stay away from me.
1: Yeah, it's still just as much as, well, I'm in the water, not much I can do except get dragged to my death. Doesn't add any
0: fear factor to Zerari, yeah, exactly.
1: Maybe maybe a zombie virus would make them more uh, aggressive in in general towards people or like a, a higher feeding response. But I don't. Now, well, I guess that's it for us. Hope you all enjoyed our first episode of season three. Look, we got lots and lots on the docket. We're coming at you every single Friday from now until the end of time. Oh, God, no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding.
0: But for a long time.
1: This is going to be the longest season we've ever had. Um, some housekeeping here. The very special after-school specials are still going to happen. We're still going to have episodes where we play games and do stuff. But those will also be on Friday now. So... Get, get ready for that. This year, we're playing a zombie game, in fact, called Infected on the Amazon Echo with uh, our good friend Nick. He's coming back. Uh, you can also look forward to seeing people like Deva and my mom and uh, even Taylor's coming back. Sister Jasmine. Taylor's a big one. That's going to be very exciting to have her back on the show. Our founder and queen of podcasting is finally re- making her triumphant return to the show. And our resident smarty girl. So, the whole reason this show exists is coming back. So, get excited for that. I know I am. Wes. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm very glad. We won't hear from you again, at least for, oh man. We're not going to hear back from you until like September, buddy. Oh, my. Get a long break. Yeah, I know. I've really tried to like space it out so I'm not like trying to kill you and Jasmine all the freaking time. <laughs> like the previous but, season. <laughs> but who knows? I might drag you into episodes anyway, just because. Why not? <laughs> so, Wes, this has been Let's Die, the His Versus Hers Guide to the Apocalypse, the podcast. As always, best place to find us is on Twitter at Let's Die Pod. Also, check out our other show, Pokemon After Dark Rye. A No Nothing No Holds Barred podcast where we talk about Pokemon and hurt the ones we love. Every other week, we talk about a random Pokemon at random. And things and stuff ensue. Wes is also on that show. Yes. Yes. Also, oh, we have a new store at Teespring. Uh The user is Team Cyanide, so go check that out. Check it out in the description. The uh, link will be there. There's new tur- shirts. We have shirts now for the first time ever. There are shirts, so check that sh- stuff out. Wes, you got any final parting words? I don't. I don't think I have any more housekeeping here.
0: Well, you did. You did pretty good. I, I, I'm impressed. I. I. No.
1: Okay, bye! Okay.
0: Later. Nah, I'm just
1: Hey, this show is brought to you by Hashtag Team Cyanide. Let's die, the his versus hers guide to the apocalypse, the podcast, and Pokemon after dark Ride. Check out our family of merchandise over at tpublic.com slash user slash Team Cyanide. Check out the all-new Happy Birthday Pod Dog shirt to celebrate our one-year anniversary. The Season 3 logo for Let's Die. And keep checking back for our back catalog of merchandise to show up in the future. Also check out the all-new Grackle Attackle shirt. You can get stickers, mugs, bags, and more. So check that stuff out. And thank you very much. Bye! Do what? Oh, you're still recording. Well, now I am. I mean, now you are. I mean, now I am. There's always a bonus thing at the end. At the end.
0: (laughs) What are you doing? Me? Yes. That was the dog. Oh.
1: The lunatic. Yeah. The
0: lunatic. She's definitely a little uh, destroyer the past few days. Destroyer worlds. Oh That's my sure.
1: gosh. Yeah, that was kind of a little nerve wracking having not done the podcast in such a long time.
0: We well, recorded, recorded literally last podcast. week.
1: Well, we recorded the Pokemon podcast. I'm talking about Let's Die. I yeah, am. It's still a podcast. Yeah. yeah. I might go kayaking this weekend.
0: I don't know. I think I'm, I'm, uh, my mom's going to So I, I mean, I might go up there one day and go to the lake and see what Luna will do at the lake. Don't forget your sword. Yeah, my sword.
1: Uh, I'm bringing my bat to kayak. <laughs> You're bringing your bat to kayak. You're going to
0: fend off them zombie fish.
1: Or the zombie, zombie beavers. Oh, a zombie fish would be
0: bad. Zombie catfish.
1: Zombie. Zombie.
0: Zombie car. Zombie car. <laughs> zombie car. Uh. Oh.